What's up, everybody? It's tea time, so grab your cup. Hey, everybody. It's Benita. We're back at the Kitchen Island with the gang. Everybody's here. Hey. Hey. Hi. Cheryl's here. (laughs) BJ's here. Faye's here. Hey, the gang's all here. And it is May, y'all, already. Can you believe it? It's hard to believe, but time goes by, even when you're not having fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're not having fun yet, (laughs) y'all. We are, but wow. Y'all know I have fun when I can go shopping, and right now, shopping online is not doing it for me. Uh Uh-oh. You need that other kind of therapy. Yep. I need to be in somebody's store, boutique, mall, something. I know, and I need my hair done. Me too. I really need, I hate caps. I don't want to see another cap. I need a break (laughs) from my cap. So it's just a regular baseball cap, right? Not like me, stocking caps. (laughs) Um, It's a baseball cap. Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. Of course, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what's everybody been doing to pass the time? I mean, I know a couple of y'all are working from home, right? Yeah, I'm working from home, and I think I'm working harder working from home than I did when I actually had to travel and, and visit with clients. It just seemed like it's more work now than it was before. And, and I want to ask you, Cheryl, on your your meetings that you have, do you <laughs> – I've just been hearing all of these bloopers happen in the news with people working from home and doing Zoom and FaceTime and all that and not dressed properly. Oh my gosh, my little screen thing is closed all the time. I make sure <laughs> nobody can see me because I got a quarantine hairstyle that's out of this world right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody needs to see my hair right now. Let's just say that. <laughs> what we about- had a couple of people to, you know, didn't know that their camera was on and they're like going to sit down and use the bathroom. It's like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> did you forget that your camp was open <laughs> oh wow because you know they had it on the iPhone or iPad and they quickly realized it and slung it to the floor it was so funny so oh wow but at any rate those things happen you know yeah and in some cases they're being recorded so they're in infamy <laughs> yeah yeah wow that's crazy how's work going for you Faye Oh, it's gone. I'm tired. I've been working late hours, so um, I miss my family. I can't hang out with my family. I was this thing called pickleball, and I was beginning to like it. <laughs> I know that's right. I... Yeah, so, but other than that, I thank God that I have a job. I'm not going to complain, you know? Right, right. Amen to that. As long as they keep cutting the check, I'm good. I'll yeah. jump on how many calls they want me to be on. I know. That. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We know some people um not only lost their jobs, but they're not um even getting unemployment and they're not getting their stimulus checks. And it's just a very stressful time for people. It is. Yeah. yeah. So we just gotta keep people in our prayers. Um, um, but we also have to realize how blessed we are. Amen. Yeah. So well, I've just been doing the same old thing, late hours, sleeping late, 
Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Join the club. Made a lot of different recipes. I've made homemade egg rolls and just all kinds of stuff. Oh, well, I'll do a drive-by for pickup anytime. <laughs> yes. Yeah, share. She don't has be some like, sushi. She made some sushi also. It looked Ooh. really good. Yeah, I made sushi. And I, I think this whole week I just did Asian cuisine every single day. So nice. Uh, I think I'm going to switch it up. Next week will be um, Mexican food, I think. I think that's what mm. I'm Start. Well, let me know if you make some dumplings because I will definitely come over for that. I bet you. Mm-hmm. I'll do a drive-by. I'll do a drive-by. I'll sit in your driveway and just get the package and sit there and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all we've been doing over here. Um, anybody seen anything great or good on um, Netflix or Hulu or so I have been watching uh, the Lost Children of Atlanta oh, concerning God. the Atlanta child murders, and yeah. I've just been astounded by how mm. much information was withheld from the first case yes. mm-hmm. that they're now bringing up or have brought up, and still the courts will not reopen the case. Um, and I was living in Atlanta at the time, and a teenager God, with a brother the same age. Yes, as those young people, and you know, mm-hmm. we had a, a quite a scare with him not coming home. We thought, oh my God, somebody he's captured him. Mm. Um, but we finally found him, you know, late in the evening, and he was over a friend's house and just didn't call. But I'm very astounded by how much information was withheld from the uh, the defense during that trial. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've been watching it also, Cheryl, but I had to slow down on it. It, it was kind of because I was living in Atlanta at the same time that it was going on also. And it, mm-hmm. I didn't even have children like, you know, Otis and I didn't have children, but it was just very, very scary. And so and watching this special, I had to slow down mm-hmm. because I I went back to that time and play mm-hmm. with that fear, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It could trigger some PTSD in people that live yeah. through it. Yes. So you have to be careful when you watch it um, mm-hmm. because you just don't know what to expect. In many cases, they really, they took you back to yes. the actual events, you know, yeah. from the, the reports. And yeah. I remember yep. the news and hearing the reporters say this stuff and mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, just very scared. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, but I like their new mayor, uh, Keisha Lance Bottom. She is very uh, pointed about, hey, let's get to the truth of what happened here. And of course, their new um, police chief, who's also female, uh, sh- them reopening the case, which some people didn't want them to reopen it, mm-hmm. but they really want to try and find justice for the families. Like she said, it was not about freeing Wayne Williams. You know, it's really about getting justice for all these families. Right, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of good things out there to watch and interesting and things and documentaries and stuff. Um, but for, for me, I, I internalize things and don't know how to let go of things sometimes. So I have to be careful with me, mm-hmm. you know, I am, but... Um, yeah. Anybody else watch anything good that you can recommend? I haven't had a chance to watch anything lately. We've been just so busy at home with 
trying to school uh, my grandson. So I've been in the teacher mode for the last two weeks. And you know, it's so funny that you say that, Beverly. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of parents um, that are being interviewed or that are um, coming on Facebook and FaceTime and Zoom. And their first, I hate to say this, their very first complaint is homeschooling their children. It's rough, you all. It's it, rough. And now parents are realizing that being a teacher is no joke. <laughs> yeah, because I think you're going to have great appreciation for teachers coming out of this. I, 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 I hope all families give them their due, their props, because what they deal with every day, you know, if you think all of these children with different attitudes and different outlooks on life and yeah. different learning abilities and, you know, it, oh, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Yes, yes. Yeah. I don't want to be too tough, but at the same time, I don't want to be so lax that he's playing video games all day or and and not doing the work. And so if you just ask them, are you doing the work? Of course they say yes. So then, <laughs> you know, let me see. So you go through that little thing of let me see it. And then, heaven forbid, it's one that you don't know the answer to. <laughs> Google it. That's what I have Google, to do. Yeah. Yeah. Google is anointed, yes. girl. <laughs> You're right, but it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's in the, what, seventh or seventh, seventh grade, grade, right? Seventh grade, yes. So you're in seventh grade again, Beverly. Exactly, and they are much <laughs> yeah. smarter than I am. <laughs> but I'm catching up real yeah. fast. I have better study habits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being a teacher, parents are realizing... It hasn't been a joke. And they're also realizing that their children are not angels. Mm. You know. Amen to that. Yeah. I heard one person say that, you know, you know what left your house. That same child that left your house is what's coming to school. <laughs> so don't act like you're surprised <laughs> when we call you. Exactly. Although but I will say do. in the house, I know who I have with me in the house, but every now and then, after a couple of hours, that same person can surprise me and show me somebody that I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and you know what I say to that? Stranger, get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. It's been interesting, well, um, though, because we focused on Black history, and so I really kind of reviewed some things and uh, just reminisced about different things that happened in my life and how they're connected to some historical events. So we've had a good time with Black history, for sure. That's good. Yeah. I'm sure you're doing an excellent job. I don't know about that, but I'm doing my best. You are, you are. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we are back. And like I said, y'all, it is May. And guess what happens in May? We celebrate Mom's Day. Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yay. Sheroes. Sheroes. I like that. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there, you know, that's homeschooling your kids right yes. now. 
Yeah. Not by choice. Mothers, <laughs> grandmothers, aunties, yep. aunts, all of y'all. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the help of um the teachers, you know, the, the classroom, virtual classrooms and stuff is still tough. But but mothers, we you know, we still salute you and we celebrate you. And I, I would like to celebrate all month. Yes. That would be <laughs> you nice. deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me ask y'all something. So, you know, back in the day, our moms would say things and we would look at them like, what do you mean by that? That doesn't make sense. Or that sounds crazy. Um, and we just thought they didn't know, like they were clueless. So fast forward to now, are there things that your mother said that at the time didn't make sense and now you find yourself saying the same thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> like? Um, well for me, I tell my I tell my kids all the time, you understand when you get older. That's something my mom would say. <laughs> That is true. And my mom and my grandma used to say, what goes around comes around. And then tell you to go out and walk around a tree. What? Yes. <laughs> is that crazy? Are you serious? Mama? But now yes. I know what it means. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the real I had mean. never heard that. It wasn't what my mom said. It's how she looked. She had a look that you knew what it Ooh. meant. Mm -hmm. And I find myself doing that same look with my kids. So if you get the look, <laughs> wow. is that good? Ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> that look is not good, especially when you're in a store. <laughs> and you're doing something you're not supposed to do, and you get that look, you know you better straighten up real well, quick. I, I have this question. Did you all ever get this one? We're getting ready to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Don't touch anything. <laughs> Don't ask for anything and don't get stay right by me. And then before you go, my mother would make you rehearse. What did I say we're getting ready to do? So we would have to like <laughs> stand her like little soldiers. You said we're going to the store. <laughs> don't touch anything. Don't ask for anything. And if you say no, don't act up or you'll give us something to cry for. <laughs> yes. I didn't get the speech, but my siblings did because I was a good girl. Get out of here. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. You were probably the youngest and spoiled. No, I was actually the middle uh -huh. child and at one oldest, but I was not spoiled. I was just wanted to make my mother proud. <laughs> yeah. You suppressed it till you got older. <laughs> it came out later. <laughs> but isn't that funny? It was they. I think all mothers give that same gave that same speech. I did. Um, <laughs> like when we go, don't ask for nothing. And you know, I tried to feed my kids before mm -hmm. we went, so they were hungry. Don't ask for anything. Don't act like you're going to show off if I say no. And if you touch it, don't think I won't spank you in the store. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you. If you show out on me, I'm going to show That's out on you. That's what she'd say. Yes. Yeah. 
That's crazy. And so what about some of the things that they used to do back in the day? Do you find yourself doing those same things? I know for me, uh, I'm a I'm a clean freak. I, I I try to keep things clean and neat and all of that. And I got that from my mom. But back then when she made us do all that cleaning, I thought, oh, why are we doing this? Why do we have to do this? I felt like we were her slaves. But she was really <laughs> teaching us to 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 be neat and clean and how to do things, how to make a, a yes. bed, you know, proper with the hospital right. on the linens and all that kind of stuff. And now I do the same things. So. I'm trying. It's hard. I'm a pack rat. I'm junkie, but I'm trying to get where you said your mom was. That's how my mom was. Very neat. Everything in order. And I'm trying to get there. So my mom was the hostess with the mostest. She always <laughs> threw parties and she would make sure everything was elaborate and clean. Now, you got to remember, we were born in the projects in New York and she still would have a party in the project in her hey. apartment. <laughs> and it was immaculate cleaning. The house was cleaned always and the party was, you know, always popping. So I get my hostess um, jeans from her. I love hosting people. And my daughter say I go in hostess mode because I try to make sure everything is in order when people come in. So they get that that wonderful entertaining vibe mm -hmm. when they walk into the house. And it's like, wow, it's some place that you really want to be. Now, of course, I'm not, you know, dropping like it's hot parties like my mom used to give in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I do a lot of hosting with families for Fourth of July and Easter and, and all those good things. But yeah, I That's got the hostess awesome. part from my mom. That's awesome. I want to grow I, up and be like that. <laughs> I will, Cheryl. You do host some very nice parties. Oh, Thank wow. you. When I grow up, <laughs> <laughs> I think what I took from my mom is caring for other people. You know. Uh -huh. Um. Uh -huh. I think I got the cleaning part from my dad. My dad was so strict, but on cleaning and stuff. But my mom worked so much as you know. But I think I got caring and caring for people from my mom because she would just care for people. I mean, just you know, do things that we look at her like, Mom, why are you doing it? You know, and she just had a love. She just had a spirit of love on the inside of her. And I think that's what I got from her that's beautiful. because mm -hmm. yeah, I think is. I adopted that from my mom and she tells me that she said, you got that from me. You just can't, you can't help it. And I can't even explain it, but I thank God that she left that trait, you know, mm -hmm. of that, you know, that love. And cause I look at a couple of my sisters, I'm like, what? Do we have the same mom? <laughs> <laughs> but she said, You took so much. She said, I can, I love all my girls, but you just took that after me. And she'll tell me, she said, You just you just took that after me. You just genuinely care for people. And you know, and I said, Well, I thank God for that. You know? Oh, yeah. So I think I took the spirit of love from my mom. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Well, I'm thank you where you got that from because you definitely do have that love mm -hmm. for people. I've experienced it and I've witnessed it and that it's beautiful. So you, your mommy did good. Yes. <laughs> but she would say some stuff to us like, you know, 
uh, am I talking to a brick wall? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we, we would get in trouble about things when we were young. And I see myself, find myself asking my kids, you know, am I, did I talk to that brick wall? Did I say that to him? So I think about my mom, some of the things she was saying. I, you know, it just bring mm-hmm. back memories, you know, when I talk to my kids. Like, wow, mm-hmm. that sounds like my mom, you know? Yes. So, well, you all, mm-hmm. I really, I didn't understand it before but my mom used to if we did something wrong and we were being disciplined you know my dad would just chat with us and it would be done but my mom would actually spank you and she would start crying and say this really hurts me more than it hurts you and I was like I don't understand this because this is really hurting (laughs) me you know but I really now I'm so grateful for the discipline because she showed me that she cared and then mm-hmm. the, her loving side, I hope I picked up because when she loves, she does something for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's mm-hmm. a wonderful cook. So she always tried to cook for others. And if the neighborhood kids, if their parents weren't fixing their lunch or doing things right, even after I was an adult, mom would, I said, why are you buying sandwich bags? Oh, the kids across the street, their mom doesn't fix a lunch. So my mom and, and would fix their lunch and make sure that they had an apple and a cookie and their sandwich every day like they were her kids. Mm, so I wow. want to grow up and be like that. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I thank her for the discipline, but I also thank her for showing me how to love my neighbors and my family. Mm, yeah, that's sweet. So that was one of the things uh, my mom kind of wanted us to do is make sure we stayed close she said if any one of you need help no matter where you are you go and you help the other one it's four of us uh siblings and i believe she said that you know she was a single mom at at one given time and so she tried to make sure that we stayed close together until this day out of all of the places in the world that we could be all four of us are probably 10 to 20 mile radius from each other and we're not wonderful and we, it's I awesome. know, isn't that something? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's awesome. So let me ask y'all something. Well, l- let me tell y'all something I did. So behind y'all's back, I went and talked to some people um, about each one of you. Oh my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to oh, go. Who said, oh my God. Turn this podcast off. Y'all are killing me. What's wrong? Y'all afraid some secrets were revealed? They might have been. I don't know. (laughs) No. Basically, I just wanted to find out. Um, So I'm going to ask you guys this question. If your child or grandchild, but specifically a child, and Beverly for you, Ezra. Oh, gosh. (laughs) If we're to describe you in one word what do you think they would say and i will start with you beverly oh my goodness what would he say strict interesting really uh that's not what he said that's not what he said but so you see yourself as being strict with him huh i think so but we still watch well i won't say it but we watch Nick Cannon. He's got me hooked on Nick Cannon and Wilding Out. I love it. 
my, my favorite Ezra section didn't even is have to kick them out the classroom. <laughs> well, Ezra didn't even have to reveal any secrets. You're doing oh, it just sorry, you. but that's the only thing I can think of strict, but we do have fun watching TV together. Okay, well, you want to know what yes. he said? He said, and I asked him, and he gave me just this one word. He didn't explain it. He said, helpful. Oh, okay, that's, that's good because I try. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I see some people over there bracing themselves. I already know what mine said. Uh -oh. <laughs> I cannot think. I know what mine said. Hey, 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 I'm going to say next. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And Faye, if your child, in particular, Kamisha, mm -hmm. your child were to describe you in one word, what do you think, or what do you think that she did say? What do you think she said? One word. Kamisha. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as Kamisha, I don't know what Kamisha, Kamisha would probably say Bob is crazy. <laughs> 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 what, word, what do you think she said um i don't know kamisha look at me as a strong woman so i would think she would probably say strong because i was a single parent with raising them so mm -hmm. she always say mom you're so strong so i would say strong okay okay she actually said gracious Beautiful. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <Isn't> that... <laughs> oh, yeah. Make me cry. <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> Y'all's Mother's Day gifts from me via them. Dang. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Okay. Are you ready, Miss Kingaline? <laughs> oh, child, I already know mine. Which one you talk to? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you if you tell me which one you talk to. <laughs> I talked to your beautiful, loving daughter yes. who's up in the Dallas area. You probably said great, great. And I asked her to describe you with one single word. What do you think she said? Ooh, disciplinary. <laughs> <laughs> That's your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy tough. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your final answer? Disciplinary. Wow. That's crazy because you know what? You said what she said at least four times. Crazy. <laughs> Listen, she said that first, but then she said laugh out loud. Miss Mitchell, and she said, "Actually, giving." Aww. And that is so true. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is very, so true. We're all very, can vouch for that. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Aww. So I, we all can vouch for the crazy loving person that you are. <laughs> giving. <But> giving. <laughs> yes, she is a crazy giver. Yes, but she, she did say giving. Oh, that was awesome. So um, I just wanted y'all to just have a little bit of um, Mother's Day care from your children. 
in that form. And I actually text my own daughter. Okay. Okay. And and I asked her if she de- could describe me in one word, what would it be? And um, what do y'all think she said? Uh, you Yeah. Giver. A lot of fun. Come on, Cheryl. I would I Cheryl. supportive. Really? Okay. Oh, fun. Well, that's fun. Hey, listen, I, I probably am all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but she said, I think she probably said what she thought I wanted to hear. But I think she, she said something about, Mom, this kind of encompasses everything. She said diva. Ooh, oh, hey. Yeah. yeah, she did say what you wanted to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to text Ashley Shut up, and Cheryl. Ashley. <laughs> we have to say, Ashley, what's the real deal? I uh, know. <laughs> Let's keep it 100, Ashley. She's not on this this text. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but I thought that'd be kind of neat just to hear little. That was oh, sweet. Yes. Look at Thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. That was yeah. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just one more little quick thing. I wanted to ask you guys. Um, not necessarily about your own moms, um, and you all still have your moms um, with you, and that's very awesome. Um, my mom passed away uh, more than 25 years ago. Um, but I, I wanted to ask you guys, either celebrity mom, TV mom, or someone other than your own mom, who could you give a tribute to? Hmm. You don't have to say anything about him, but who, you know, if you had to write out a tribute, who would it be about? Oh, I have one. It would be a lady who just passed away at 103 years old, and her name was Juanita Askew. And Juanita Mm -hmm. was, you know, other than my mom and my grandmom, Juanita taught me how to work with others, other nationalities, other people. She taught me how mm-hmm. to deal with life situations, but keep moving forward. Uh, this woman was an awesome woman in retail, and she just came along sooner than she was before her time. And she could gotcha. have easily been a fashion or merchandise buyer. But like I said, she was in the time when they weren't doing that. And I met her toward midway or you know, toward the end of her career, but I learned so much. I could not have made it in business without Juanita Askew. Wow. So here, here, Juanita. Awesome. What about you, Faye? Um, I have this, um, lady that I've been friends with for years and she's way older than I am. Um, but she is somebody that I really admire. I can call her at 3 a.m. for prayer and she would just pray with me. I mean, a lot of times I don't even have to ask her. She's just a praying woman and she's a woman of God. So her name is Betty. And um, so I kind of look at her as, you know, um, somebody that I consider um that will be you know you know a mother figure 
you know, mm-hmm. that I, you know, look up to, but it's just the, you know, a power of a praying woman. And she is because before I, um, gave my life to the Lord, she, um, she would just encourage me. And she, she said, girl, she said, just, <laughs> she said, the way you carry yourself now she said, just think about it. Once you give your life to the Lord, you're going to be something powerful. And she would speak these things into my life. She would just say, you know, little things to me that would really um, just encourage me. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, my God. So I look at she, Betty, this this late name, Betty. Um, just, she's been in my life for um Kamisha's 24 so probably about 25 years okay 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 so here here to Betty awesome happy Mother's Day Betty yes exactly Miss Tingling okay and y'all know I'm probably going to take y'all back a little bit Uh, it's my grandmother she's passed on um Mm-hmm. But I want to call her name out, Shirley Ann Stigall, and she is my step-grandmother. She actually was not my biological grandmother. You guys knew mm-hmm. my story and mm-hmm. the abuse I went through and everything and how her and my grandfather, you know, just literally picked me up out of that, that situation and drove me all the way to their house and took care of me um, mm-hmm. in the midst of, you know, me being, you know, abused. Uh, and she led me to the Lord in the midst of all the trauma that I was uh, suffering as a child. So I'll never forget, she used to have the Lord's Prayer over my bed uh, at night. And she would get down in, on her knees with me and go through the Lord's Prayer with me. And while I was there living with them in South Carolina, and I remember I drove all the way from New York to South Carolina. Um, don't remember the journey. That's how much trauma uh, that I had experienced, but she, they took care of me and she, uh, helped me to understand who Christ was. And, and, uh, I, you know, accepted Christ as my savior during that time. And, and he's been my best friend ever since. Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. What a blessing. What was her name? Shirley Ann Stigall. Okay. So here, here to Shirley. Shirley. Yes. Awesome. Very nice trip. Well, what about you, Miss Benita? Um, <laughs> well, I had to narrow it down. Um, like I said, my mother has been passed away for many, many years. So um, the next best thing to my mom would have been my her sister, mm. um, who also has passed on. Um, but her name was Eddie Lee Nelson mm. and she was almost the clone of my mom, but in a different sense, my mom was more of a, um, a go getter and out there and, but her sister was more with a quiet spirit and a, and a quiet love that she showed not only for her children, but for myself and my siblings, especially after my mom passed away, she really, really kind of took us under her wing and and let us know that we could call on her anytime we wanted to. And so um, she was the one for me. 
and her name was Eddie Lee Nelson. You're here to Eddie Lee. You're here to Eddie Lee. Yes. So my mom only had one sister and one brother. So. So that's it for me. So you know what, ladies, this has been real. This has been nice. And I want us to celebrate the whole month of May. Um, Enjoy um, our children. Enjoy our mom, your moms, and and just have a a great time, especially during this time of um, coronavirus. I don't know how everybody's mom is handling this thing, but... um, just make sure you keep in touch and show the love, especially, you know, Cheryl, your mom is in Georgia and Faye, your mom is in Mississippi and Beverly, your mom is upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) So let's all hang in there and, and share the love and spread the love. So thank you ladies for coming together again for the podcast um i know it's not um ideal situation um but we are still recording remotely with each other and i think it's working out yes it is and i want to thank you for continuing to um coordinate this effort because i know it's tough in this type of environment and thank you so much for taking the time to reach out to our children exactly um, because that was a pressure yes Yes. thank you oh you guys will and You're happy, welcome. happy Mother's so, Day to each one of you mommies. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, yes. to you BJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to all the grandmas, too. New grandmas, older Ooh. grandmas, all the grandmas. Yeah, speaking yeah. of grandma, I do have a new granddaughter. <laughs> and it's London Rain Thompson. She was born on April 26th. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. She'll be two weeks so we old on little, So we got another little diva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm about to work her over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. She is a, she is a dit, a diva in All training. Right. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Well, congratulations, yes, Cheryl. And I know you're yes. very happy and just love on her whenever you can. I know it's, we're practicing um, our physical distance right now. And we just want to keep your baby, grandbaby safe and everything. But I know when you get a chance to hug her and hold her, you will. Yes, we've been hugging her and holding her, but we have to wear our mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. When okay. we do. So they've allowed us to come over and see her, but you know, that's about it. Okay. Okay. Well, good. That's awesome. So, okay, ladies. Well, we are going to back up out of here and you guys stay safe and be good. Happy Mother's Day. Right. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. 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 With us, ladies, um, we have attorney Camille Stearns Miller, who practices in the area of labor, employment commercial litigation, and education law. She has also represented public clients in municipal finance litigation, transportation law, general negligence, and intentional tort claims. She has her own firm, the law office of Camille Miller, and and is the senior counsel with the Stewart Law Group in Dallas, Texas. Welcome, Camille 
Stearns Miller. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. How's everyone this afternoon? Great. We are great. doing awesome. Great. Excited. Yeah, how are you surviving in Dallas? I am surviving just fine. The whole family is here, including our daughter, Kristen, and we've been sheltering down since, uh, I guess, March 15th or whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, at least you guys are all together. Exactly. Yeah. So I wish I had that same privilege. My daughter is um, up in New York City, which is very scary. Right. Um, And healthy. So thank God for that. Exactly. Yes. So um, again, I want to give a big welcome to a real boss diva who's making a difference in the world. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about all that. Say that again. I said, I don't know about all that. We'll give it to you anyway. <laughs> yes, it's well-deserved, you all. Exactly. So um, you are a graduate of um, Howard University, Mag- magna cum laude, yes, correct? Ma- yes, ma'am. Go Bisons. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And also um, J.D. Case Western Reserve University School of Law. Yes, ma'am. All right. So you have so many accolades and so many things that you have been doing to make a difference. Um, And we are very excited to have you with us today. So I'm just going to go ahead and and jump right in, Camille, and say that um, we saw on television when Congress passed um, some major legislation regarding COVID-19. Can you tell us um, what it is about? Yes, I can. And and let me just say this, Benita. First of all, I want to thank you guys for allowing me to participate in the call today. I've I've had a chance to listen to a number of the uh, kitchen talks, and they've always been inspiring and informational. And so I hope we can continue that trend today. But before I answer your question, I do have to give one little disclaimer today, and that is is that the information I am providing is not legal advice. I'm sharing information uh, through my reading various statutes and other materials, but to obtain legal advice on these topics, you must consult with and retain counsel. So with that being said... Uh, yes, the two there were two major pieces of legislation which were passed by Congress between March and April of this year as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. The first one is called the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, and we affectionately call it the FFCRA. And mm-hmm. one of the major provisions in this act is the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act. The second major piece of legislation is called the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, Economic, and Securities Act. We respectfully call it the CARES Act. This this was the $2 trillion COVID-19 stimulus package. And if you guys recall, part of that act provided Americans with the $1,200 stimulus check. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yes, that's that act. Another I'm still waiting on mine. You, me you, too. You and me both. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You too, you I think I'm exempt. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, they had to wait on certain person's uh, signature to get on there, but that's a whole nother story. Anyway, yeah, let's not go. It, a long one. Exactly. 
And the CARES Act also created a loan program called the Paycheck Protection Program. We call that the PPP. And it's, okay. a, it's supposed to help small businesses like restaurants, barbershops, nail salons to keep their doors open through the pandemic. Initially, Congress issued 380, I'm sorry, $349 billion for loans in the first CARES Act package. If you recall, just about a week ago, they issued an additional $250 billion in funding for the program. That's a whole lot of shoes and outfits I could buy with that money. But again, mm-hmm. telling you. <laughs> yes. Wow. So that's what those two acts are about in general. Okay. Well, Camille, this is BJ, and you mentioned the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act. And so I was wondering, what is it? What is that act actually, and how does it help employees? But I also had another thought about that. Does the company have to offer employees that paid sick leave, or can they deny it? So it's kind of a double question, but what's the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act? Okay, well, it is a program, and this was under that first piece of legislation I just described, which allows employees to take up to 80 hours of paid sick leave due to the pandemic. It applies to all full-time and part-time employees, regardless of the length of service. Now, your question was, does an employer have to do it? Well, the act applies to employers with less than 500 employees. There are, Uh, however, Uh, an exception that has been put in for employers with 50 or less employees like churches. And there's certain criteria that they have to satisfy if they want to be exempt from this act. But if you're an employer and you have 500 up to 499 employees, then yes, this, this, this act would apply to you unless an exception applies. So the sick leave is available starting on April 1st through December 31st of this year. Now, there are certain types of reasons or criteria that have to exist before you as an employee can ask for the leave. So the first thing is, is if you are still employed and you're still working, whether or not you can perform your work from home or now the new term is called telework. So if you can't telework, or perform, perform your work from home um, uh-huh. because of one of the following six reasons that I'm getting ready to say, then you would be eligible for this paid sick leave time. So the first one is whether or not you are subject to a federal state or local quarantine related to COVID-19. So like here in Dallas County, when our, our county commissioner, I'm sure the same thing happened in Bear County, uh, issued the stay-at-home shelter and order place. Unless you worked for a business that was deemed to be an essential business, like you know a grocery store or a pharmacy or something like that. But if you worked for a barbershop or a nail salon, um, you know, and if and if you're, I'm sorry, uh, if if you were working for one of those companies like a Kroger or a pharmacy and you got sick or one of these things applied to you, you can ask for paid sick leave. So 
That's the first one. The second one is, is if you've been advised by a healthcare provider to self-quarantine due to concerns related COVID-19, or if you're experiencing symptoms and you're seeking some type of medical diagnosis, such as a, mm-hmm. a dry cough, shortness of breath, loss of taste or smell, and you know, mm-hmm. especially for African-Americans now, mm-hmm. one of the symptoms that they're coming up with are blood clots. Um, and that, and okay. that is a symptom or possible symptom of COVID-19. Number four is if you're caring for an individual who is subject to quarantine or an isolation order or who has been advised to self-quarantine, your spouse, your child, you know, a relative or somebody that lives with you. Mm-hmm. Number Number five, if you're caring for your child whose school is closed because of COVID-19, like here in Dallas, schools are closed for the rest of the year, or if child care provider is unavailable due to COVID-19 reasons, or number six, if you're experiencing any other substantially similar conditions specified by the Health and Human Services. So if if any one of those conditions apply or more, and if you're able to get this leave, you will receive pay. And based upon the reason, if it's one of the top three reasons, then you would be paid 100% of your pay. If the reason uh-huh. is one of the latter three reasons, then you would get two thirds of your pay while you were on leave. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's how that works. Yes. I have a question. Yes, is ma'am. Discouraging to some people. It seems like it's so many different possibilities or requirements. Well, keep in mind, this pay is only for 88. Okay? And so that literally mm-hmm. was two weeks. So once that well, two weeks is over, then unless something else applies, you know, you're in a different you're in a different ball game, depending upon what's going on, what you set of circumstances. So again, okay. this is only for two weeks. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you gave us a full view of it, that's for sure. Are there any other paid sick leave provisions that employees should know about? Yes. Um, in that same first piece of legislation that was passed under the FFCRA, they also expanded provisions of the Family and Medical Leave Expansion Act. Now, Beverly, I know you do HR, so you might remember that under the normal Family Medical Leave Act, that only applied to employers with 50 or more employees. Exactly. Under Under this expansion act, what they have said is it applies to all employers that have 500 or less employees. But again, they did put in some exception language for employers who have 50 or less employees you know, like churches or real small businesses. But again, right. in order to be exempted, you've got to be able to satisfy that criteria. Now, the main difference between this new legislation and the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act that I just talked about, there is only one qualifying reason which allows an employee to use this benefit. And that is if the employee needs to care for a son or daughter whose school or daycare is closed or whose child care provider is unavailable for a COVID-19 related reason. Now, Mm. under this act, the employee is entitled to two weeks of unpaid 
leave. I'll say that again. The employee wow. is entitled to two weeks of unpaid leave and 10 weeks of leave paid at two-thirds of the employee's regular rate. Now, you might say, why would a person take two weeks of unpaid leave when I just talked about a person that could take 80 hours of paid leave under the other act? Well, the good news is that the two leaves can run what we call concurrently. So in essence, what that means is if, the, if an employee finds him or herself in that situation where, um, you know, they cannot return to work because their child, you know, their child's school is closed and they don't have anybody else to take care of their child, but they, but he or she is healthy and they don't have any COVID-related symptoms, um, you know, they're doing fine, they can go to their HR department and say, look, I want to take leave under the FMLA because my child is, is out of school and the school is closed for the rest of the year because of COVID. And I understand that I can take an unpaid leave under the FMLA. But at the same time, I also understand that I can get paid sick leave under the other act. And for this type of reason, and if that's the only reason why I need this leave is because of my child, I'm entitled to at least get two thirds of my pay. So, wow. I do have some uh, questions for you concerning the, the Paycheck Protection mm -hmm. Program. Uh, first of all, uh, is it a loan? And then how many weeks of pay will employees receive with the fund? And also, is the loan forgivable? Well, first of all, Cheryl, yes, it is a loan. And the purpose of the loan, I don't know, is this my phone guys? Yes. Uh, I think so. It's in feedback and echo. All right, I don't know why. I'm going, I'm going into the closet now. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no comments on going into the closet. Anyway. <laughs> Let's hope I can edit that out. Otherwise, it's going to be a right. paper. <laughs> you know what? I don't even think we should edit it out. I just want everybody to know, since we're in uh, quarantine, we have family members at home. It's very difficult to have a quiet space just to do a podcast. So I'm sure everybody understands. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um, well, I'm in the closet now, literally. So, yes, it is a loan. <laughs> and um, the purpose of the Paycheck Protection Program is to allow employers to keep their employees working. And when they get this loan, they should be able to pay their employees for at least a period of eight weeks. Uh, because the whole purpose okay. of Congress was that they wanted to keep Americans working. So that's why they came up with this plan to try to help uh, small businesses. So the loan proceeds can be used to pay for payroll costs, which includes salary, wages, tips, paid leave, severance, severance group health care benefits, including insurance, retirement, state or local payroll taxes. Um, it can also be used to pay interest of mortgage payments incurred before February 15th of this year, rent, 
lease payments, electricity, gas, water, transportation, telephone services. Now, if they get the loan, they have to pay it back starting six months after the loan was issued, if it is not forgiven. If it is not forgiven, the interest rate is 1%, and the business has two years to pay it back. The loan can be forgiven if certain factors exist. For example, if 75% of the loan was used to pay for payroll costs and the other 25% was used to pay for rent, electricity, gas, water, et cetera, as I mentioned earlier, and all employees were retained, then they may be able to receive 100% loan forgiveness. And let me just say, there are wow. a few other factors that are in there that I'm not going to go into detail right now, but there is a way that you can have the entire loan forgive, forgiven. Um, so that's pretty much what that whole program is about. Uh, but again, it was supposed to really help in small businesses keep their employees on, like the people in restaurants, um, you know, that type of thing, uh, so that they could continue to get paid and not have to go on unemployment. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's excellent program, especially for those small businesses, and especially if they're trying to retain their employees and they can potentially have 100% of that loan. Exactly. Um, another question I have for you concerning PPP is if you are a sole proprietor and you don't have any employees but yourself, similar to a, a contractor, maybe that's doing 1099, um, are they uh, approved for uh, PPE? I mean, PPP? yes, they can apply for a PPP loan. Now, again, there may be certain criteria that they will have to satisfy, just like everybody else, and and all of that information is contained on the Small Business Association's website. But yes, they can apply if you're sole proprietor, even if you are an independent contractor, you can also apply for a okay. PPP loan. The issue right now is, is whether or not there are enough funds still available. And we'll talk about that a little later. But here's the other piece of good news. Even if a sole proprietor or a person who's self-employed or an independent contractor, if they ultimately cannot get a PPP loan, and if they are struggling, one of the things that they can do is to also apply for unemployment benefits. And that is something that is totally new okay. that was put in this package uh, in the in the care stimulus package. And they would be able to get um, the same six hundred dollar federal supplement that everybody else on unemployment is getting under the on, on the federal side, as well as whatever, uh, whatever ever, I can't talk today, what else they might be able to receive on the state side as well. OK, awesome. Okay. You know, Camille, speaking of the PPP loans, how did those businesses like Ruth Chris and Potbelly and Harvard get so much money? Well, what happened was when the legislation was created, they defined a small business as being an establishment that employs fewer than 500 employees <coughs> at that one location. And this was a, a qualification that was included specifically to help restaurants that were part of a chain or a multi-concept group. So because when you have a Ruth Chris restaurant, the one in Dallas itself does not hire 500 employees, 
even though corporate wide, they may have 600 restaurants that would, Mm -hmm. they were applying for these loans. And so as a result, that's how Ruth Chris ended up with 20 million. Taco Cabana had 10 million in funding. Pot Belly received 10 billion, 10 million rather. And Harvard, who has a $40 billion endowment, they got $8.7 million. Now, some of these Jeez. companies, as you know, have decided to return the monies. Harvard, at this point, is yes. not one of them. Like I said, even though they've got a $40 billion uh, endowment that they could certainly use to help supplement any shortages that they have, you know, during 2020. But, you know, it is what it is. It's unfortunate so that a lot of the small mom and pop companies or stores or restaurants or nail salons who really need this money are not being able to get it because these companies have come in and have gotten those those huge chunks of money. So the big guys took it away from the little guys. Exactly. And, and part of the other problem has been the banks because a lot of the bigger banks uh, like Chase and some of the others kind of gave priority to company to bigger companies like Ruth Chris and Pod Belly and stuff like that as opposed to some of the smaller uh, businesses. So if there's any business out there, you know, hopefully there's still funding available. And if people want to apply, certainly apply through the bank where you normally have business, but go to some of the local, smaller, regional banks. And that's where you're going to have better success in terms of trying to get one of these PPP loans while the money still lasts. There may be a third round, but who knows at this point with Congress, we'll just have to wait and see. Wow. I think Faye had a question. Yes. Um, first of all, I want to say hi. How are you guys doing today? I'm blessed. I am blessed. The question I had was what kind of safety precaution can employee employers um, do as people return to work? Well, Faye, first of all, it's a pleasure to meet you. We haven't met in person, but I hope to have that resolved within the next couple of months. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can't wait to get back to San Antonio. But yes, as you all know, uh, Governor Abbott did open the doors for a lot of uh, companies to resume uh, their their business operations. And, you know, for restaurants right now, it's like 25% capacity. And, and I'm assuming when he comes out and gives his next report, probably next week, that will increase to 50% and so on and so on. However, you know, a lot of it should depend upon what's happening in terms of the, uh, the health issue because for Dallas County, our numbers are still going up. Our deaths are still going up. And personally, it doesn't make any sense to me why they've reopened these things, but it is what it is. So for those employers who do or who have decided, rather, that they want to return to work, there are a number of things that they can do to mitigate risk, including requiring their employees to complete return-to-work questionnaires, uh, taking their workers' temperatures. They can require the use of masks in the workplace and COVID-19 testing. Uh, the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, has issued guidance 
which permits employers to ask employees if they are experiencing symptoms of the coronavirus, such as fever, chills, cough, shortness of breath, sore throat. You know, of course, the new ones are lost of smell or taste. Uh, gastrointestinal issues or other symptoms identified by the Center for D Disease Control. Uh, and OSHA uh, also has guidance regarding things to reopen businesses as well. Okay. okay. Wow. And I think um, during this whole coronavirus um, that's been going on, um, Faye has been still working and hasn't stopped is that correct right yes i haven't stopped but the thing about it is um uh yes i am well i you know i kind of nervous about um just when i go to go to work i just you know make sure i take precautions for myself but leaving work you know if say for instance i need gas or i need to stop by the store and thinking about these people that's, you know, back in, out in the community, you know, just out and about. And they, you know, came in contact with somebody else that's been out or whatever. And, you know, you you still have to take precautions just going to the gas right. station, you know, putting on gloves. Exactly. And, you know what I'm saying? So just, you know, it's it's hard, you right. know, it's, it's not easy you know, being out in the community um, because me, I mean, I'm trying to get out there and do what I need to do and get back in um, because I'm going to work. I I'm, I have to go to just be around, you know, and and about it as far as um, going into these grocery stores where some of these people are at and they know they, you know, come in contact with, with it and, you know, just, you know, being fearful of different little things, you know, with them opening back up it you know it's kind of hard yeah it is so camille i my question is i have a question is say a person gets hired like just when the coronavirus was gearing up and um but they're in a high risk group say it's a, a woman that's pregnant um or even someone that was already on a job and they're um an elderly person, um, of a seasoned person, I should say, of maybe sixty-five or seventy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> can can they tell the employer that they don't want to start back their job or start a new job now due to COVID nineteen? Can that be put on hold, or there's some legal ramifications well, behind it's, that? It's two separate questions. Now that the way that you phrased it, but let me answer the first one first. If some if someone is okay, going to be okay. if someone has been hired for a new position, um, then yes, uh -huh. if they are in one of the at risk categories, they're over seventy, they're seventy or over, or they're pregnant, then they can try to work out arrangements uh, with their employer to perhaps start uh, de delay rather their starting date. So especially if they have uh -huh. the opportunity to telework uh, from home. I mean, that's the optimal set of circumstances. <clears throat> but that only applies uh -huh. upon hire. Now, the second part of your question uh -huh. was, well, what if I've already been working for the company, but I'm still in a high-risk um, you know, area? Maybe I have asthma. Maybe I have some type of chronic lung disease 
or heart disease or something of that nature that may put me in a high risk category for the center uh, for disease areas, then if the employer has 15 employees or more, then there is another act that applies that's called the American with Disabilities Act. But the employer has to have Mm. 15 or more employees. And and Texas has a comparable statute under the um, uh, Texas Commission for Human Rights uh, section of, of the labor code. But in that instance, then you would have to what we call engage in an interactive process with your employer. You would have to say, listen, I've got this issue. I've got this concern. And my doctor is telling me that I'm at high risk and that I should not return, or if I return, I have to return with these types of accommodations uh, that are afforded me, et cetera. So you can raise that issue with your employer, and then the employer, and you and the employer will have to go back and forth until hopefully you can reach an amicable um, solution uh, that will satisfy you and that will satisfy the employer as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about that question um, because um, Faye got hired, was it March 23rd or February 23rd? Yeah, March 23rd. March 23rd. And so we were kind of concerned mm-hmm. about her starting a new job because that was right when everything was just starting to shut right. down. And well, this, this so, is a new guidance in terms yeah. of the hiring. This was a new guidance that was issued by the EEOC within the last couple of weeks. So it, it would have been after, you know, her start date. But for, if you work for a company uh-huh. that has more than 15 employees, and again, as I, as I just indicated, you know, if there are certain, um, you know, illnesses that you have, uh, et cetera, then that's certainly something that you can raise. Now, the question they may say is, well, why didn't you raise this, you know, at the time of at the time of hire? And why do you need it now as opposed to the fact that you've been doing it all this time? So those are those will be some things that that you will need to think about, um, you know, if that's something that you want to do. But the other key is, is what um, safety measures has your employer put in place? I mean, do they have you? I don't know what kind of job you have. But when you go out, hopefully you're wearing a mask, hopefully you're wearing gloves, uh, hopefully you have sanitizer in your car. I mean, even for me, when I go to the store, as soon as I get in my car, I take off my gloves, I use my sanitizer, I wipe down my steering wheel, whatever I have to touch to get that car going. Uh, As soon as I walk in the door, even with groceries, I'm washing my hands, I'm wiping down everything I bring in. I mean, you know, we all, it's just a different part of life now that we all have to do that's going to become our new norm until they have some type of vaccine or real treatment to deal with this issue. Yes. I just want to add, I don't think you know that Faye, and you can say this, Faye, I'm sure, but you're in a hospital environment. Uh, Okay. And there there are Mm -hmm. exemptions for some of these things that I've been talking about today for hospital employees. So, some of these things uh, may not, well, especially like the paid sick leave that I was talking about earlier does not apply to um, emergency health care workers. So I don't, I don't know if that's your, again, if that's your circumstance or not. The best thing to do would be to talk to your HR people and they could tell you exactly what benefits and rights you have for your employer. I would start there. Yes. Um... 
Yes, they have put some stuff in right. place for us. Um, as far as that, um, but yeah, it's it's tough. Oh, I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, they at first we was wearing the N95 mask, and after things kind of calmed down, where I'm at, you know, at, at the um facility I work at, um, they said it was optional, but I still wear my N95 oh, yeah. mask, and I wear. Yes, and I wear another mask over that N95 mask. I have to take precautions for myself and just having common sense Absolutely. for myself. Absolutely. You know, yes. No doubt about it. Smart. Yeah, we all have to do our part. That's that's the only way. I keep saying this. The only way we're going to get past this or, or get a handle on this is everybody do their part and not worry about someone else doing theirs. Right. And if we all do our own part, make a difference it's going to make a difference yeah. um i don't know if anybody has any more questions i have a lot to <laughs> marinate on me right too <laughs> yes all i know is it's a, a series out that's called uh you better call saul it's a oh, uh, attorney no, series. Really? <laughs> oh really? yes no, you ever heard of that series it's called you better call saul but listening to you camille it was so much information to digest all I know is you better call Camille if you have any questions about all these different uh, uh, benefits that are afforded to the people that are employed and the employer. Uh, so I, I, one thing I know, I I'm appreciate keep your number on speed yes, dial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Camille, in saying that, Cheryl, I'm glad you said that. So how can a potential client or company reach you? Uh, the best you, way to reach me is on my cell number, which is area code 210-275-6646. My email address okay. with the Stewart Law Group is cmillerstewart, I'm sorry, cmiller at Stewart S T E W A R T Law L A W G R P dot com. Okay, and if anybody has any further um, questions or comments or anything about today's segment, um, they can always reach us at Kitchen Island Tea. And if there's something we need to forward okay. to you, we definitely that will. sounds like a plan. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, this has been uh, very enlightening and um, helpful um, for all of us, I'm sure. And hopefully for our listeners. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I know it's been very helpful because the resources that Camille has shared with us are going to help a lot of people who may not have known about it or who didn't know how to, you know, what the different provisions are. And so I'm excited. At least we shared some resources with our listeners. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so if there's nothing else, Camille, you have anything else you need to add? Um, we don't want to hold you up on your No, uh, other afternoon. than to say thank you all so much for allowing me to come on to share this information with your listeners. Um, and for everybody just to be safe, keep washing those hands, keep wearing the mask, and more importantly, keep social distancing six feet or more, even when you're doing things like walking. You know, I walk every day with a couple of ladies and we're taking up the whole yeah. street. 
because we're more than six feet apart. <laughs> we get to get bad looks by everybody, but it's like, I don't care. You know, you're in a car. I'm not. So what are you going to say? What are you going to do other than run me over? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies, we have thoroughly enjoyed um, each other and we are going to take a break. But thank you again so much, Camille, for joining us and sharing all of your it knowledge was a pleasure. and the and information. Thank you, ladies, and you guys stay safe and pray it up. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm signing off. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. I hope you have enjoyed your double dose of tea. See you next time at the island.